Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. We are wrapping up another year and we want to share our thoughts on teaching on the double from these past 12 months. So join us as we look back at the challenges and successes of teaching on the double. But first, let's hear a TSH from Catherine. Catherine says, bonjour, and then in parentheses, French teacher here, please bear with my poor grammar. I am a huge fan of your podcast. Last year, I started using the power list and it has made a big difference. However, how does one pick the top three things to put on that power list? Sometimes I find my items are too small and simple and others, I find them too big. How do you make sure the items on the power list are balanced enough so that I can be efficient? Merci beaucoup. <laughs> well, bonjour, Catherine. And I would imagine that this would be a really big challenge for so many different people out there that are trying to work with creating the uh, like the best power list that's going to help them be productive and effective for the day. And so it's all about establishing your balancing, knowing how much time you have to work with. There's a quote that we heard from, I think it was Elon Musk, when he says that, and I'm paraphrasing here, so (laughs) bear with me, that how much time you give yourself to complete a task, that is how much time it's going to end up taking. So when you create a list of things to do, decide on how much time it's going to take you to complete it and note that on the side of the task. When you have a better idea of how much you can devote to your power list in a day, then you can properly decide on which items you're going to complete. Yeah. Catherine, we completely get it. Honestly, when I read this TSH, wow, Michelle, (laughs) TSH, two years in and I still can't pronounce it. I was like, we have to include it because I know this is a question from a lot of people, right? I know you're not the only one wondering this. There are a few different things you could do. First of all, you could combine small tasks to equal one powerless item. So for example, maybe I have finished recording a YouTube video. Rather than having separate items of uploading the clips into my Google Drive and then making the thumbnail, first of all, like uploading the clips, it's just like clicking and dragging and then I have to wait for them to upload. So maybe while I'm waiting, I'm going to then make the thumbnail. I could just put that as like one power list item and I can do both at the same time. (laughs) Similarly, you could break down those bigger tasks so that they're more manageable. So I like to batch my YouTube videos and I will record like three at a time, roughly, rather than having like record YouTube videos be one powerless item. The truth is that's going to take me a few hours. So I could actually list each video as a separate item. So it's like record this video, record this video. Another option is you could pair them together. So you could match up within your power list and your three items, maybe one is going to be big and then two are going to be small. That way, when you go to do them, like you can knock out the two small things really quickly and then dedicate more time to that bigger item. Or you could put them on the days of the week strategically. So maybe you try to get your big hard items done early in the week. And then on Friday, it's like all your easy things because you know you'll have more like energy to get it done. Or yeah. you have less energy rather. And so it'll be easier to get it done. <laughs> yeah, I like Fridays to be as simple as possible. Let's just mm-hmm. be honest. Um, so we're so excited to be able to record this episode because we're closing down the year and we're going to be starting a fresh one. It's going to be 2022. What in the world? Like, it's I know. so crazy to think how 
like fast time flies. Um, But if you want to know, like before we kind of dive in, because we have some questions that kind of help guide us through this episode a little bit more. But if you want to know a little bit more about our initial journey with this podcast and how we came to be, we want you to check out episode 053, and it's celebrating one year of top teaching. And in this episode, we're reflecting on 2021 and how this year, along with all the changes, both personally, professionally, have just kind of impacted teaching on the double. So you can hear more of just kind of how we came to be in that episode 53. Yeah, we are going to be answering those five questions that we'll get to in just a second. But first, I have some surprising That's right. news. And I what? wouldn't tell Bridget what it was no, when we were I outlining this. surprises. Like she knows this. Okay. So I was curious, like how many all-time downloads we have on our podcast. Uh-huh. And I was a little bit surprised by the number. Like it was more than what I thought. Bridget, if you had to take a guess, like total downloads of our <clears throat> podcast. It's gonna be really embarrassing if she guesses like a high I, number that's way above what it actually is. <laughs> I I mean, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to I a hundred thousand. Okay. So I was thinking like maybe around like 300,000. And then when I logged in to like where we store all the podcast stuff, I saw there was like a little badge and it was like, you have surpassed 500,000 downloads. (gasps) And I was like, right. So here's our total number. We are at (gasps) 843,000 downloads. So we're getting close to a million. Stop it. I know. I know. Isn't that exciting? People really like listening to us. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I really don't think we're that interesting, but I feel this is great. It's it's validating because when we started this, I we didn't necessarily have a vision for where we would go. It was just something we were Mm -hmm. passionate about that we wanted to share. Let's be honest, we wanted to do something together without doing videos because we wanted to be complete slobs. (laughs) Yes, exactly that. Um, and but hearing that it's relevant and that it resonates with people it just makes it like all feel worth it so we're gonna jump into those questions i'm gonna ask you first bridget okay what's your favorite episode from this year so not like all time but just from 2021 i'm gonna cheat and can i say (laughs) like a month of like podcast episodes i'll allow it okay thank you i appreciate that I think the month of October, where we really went in depth with our teacher burnout journey, like it was episodes 093 through 096. And we kind of hit it, we, we hit it, wow. Um, <laughs> we hit on four different areas all around teacher burnout. One, we kind of shared our journey, which is surprising, like I've how many messages I received of from people saying, oh my gosh, I didn't realize you were going through something like mm-hmm. that during that time because I don't share a ton. I'm very selective, I think, with what I share. But so our journey with teacher burnout, like the sliding scale, the truth about it when it comes to like this idea that we all we have to do is just have self-care all the time. And it's like, but that ain't going to fix your problems. Like, let's just be honest. And then I think going into like, how can we really avoid it? I love, love, love that entire month. I think it it really does break it down and it helps it seem more manageable when I feel like so many teachers out there just want to throw self-care 
at teacher burnout. And it's like, that's not going to, that's not the solution to it. And we really have to figure out like, what is it that's causing us to feel this way? Because that's the only way that we're going to start to um, get past this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Thinking back, I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about like burnout earlier on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's something that needs to be talked about. And so I'm happy we did dedicate like an entire month to it. I agree. What about you? What do you think? For me, I would say episode 089, which we titled, Does Balance Really Exist? Yes. Now, back in 2020, our first year of the podcast, we did an episode on the reality of balance. And that's where we first shared the glass and plastic ball analogy. If you Mm -hmm. have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that episode. Really, any of the episodes that have the word balance in the name, like quality. But... The reason I really liked episode 89 on does balance really exist is because I feel like we broke down, like, what do we actually mean by balance and what does that look like? Because I think so often people have a very skewed idea of like, if, if they have balance, what that should look like. So we talked about how we have these different seasons of life and how when we transition between seasons, that tends to be the most difficult time and how balance is going to look different for everyone. You know, we all have a lot on our plates, but we all have different size plates and we all kind of respond to stress in different ways. And I just feel like we broke it down in a way that really helps it to make sense. Yeah. But Bridget, what do you think our most downloaded episode was? Now, hold on. Let's do two things. Let's do most downloaded episode of all time and then most downloaded episode of 2021. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. No guesses? I I have no idea, to be honest. Okay. All time. I can barely remember what I recorded five minutes ago. (laughs) True. True. Um, Okay top downloaded episode of all time is actually our first episode not the trailer but like episode one the how to create new habits for a successful school year uh so it has over sixteen thousand downloads which is crazy and then our most downloaded episode that we released in 2021 (laughs) Oh, Walter, that, Walter, is that your guess? Are you excited? <laughs> um, I'm going to let Bridget take Walter out or, or, or move him to another part of the room. Okay, that works too. It is episode 90, Quick Tips for Teacher Time-Sucking Hurdles. The one where we took really? all the time-sucking hurdles we hadn't responded to and we just like, I, gave little You snippets. know what? I really loved that episode. Yeah, I loved that episode. I feel like we should incorporate that more often. Yeah, I I feel like we should maybe do that on like a quarterly basis, like yes. four times a year just to kind of clean out. But I feel like it's practical. We're taking these struggles that people are experiencing and it's like, hey, here are some quick things that you can do to help. So I thought that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving on to the next question. Um, so now, Michelle, I'm going to ask this to you. Okay. What new things came out of teaching on the double this year? Our fitness planner. <laughs> so obviously, Bridget and I started selling digital planners in the year of 2020. And we loved that. Like we got to kind of combine like a digital planner that Bridget had already created with kind of our style and adding in our own templates and things like that. So loved that journey for us. 
But we always had this vision of expanding beyond just your traditional teacher planner. We wanted to offer other digital planners. And so naturally I tried to convince her to do a a fitness planner because I knew that that's something I would use. (laughs) And and I told her that if we included food in there, I'm totally game for it. (laughs) (laughs) So we designed and released our fitness planner in November. We are very, very excited about it. And we love hearing all of the positive feedback from you all that we've gotten since it released. We're happy that you all love it so much. And it's truly something like, I feel like teachers are so busy. So if we can help them in any area of their life, including like health and fitness, that's going to help them in the classroom because the healthy, healthier you are, both physically and mentally, like that's going to help you be able to be more present in the classroom. So I'm really yeah. excited about that. What about you, Bridget? Um, you know what? I would really say that our systems and processes, that sounds like such a business thing for me to oh. be able to say, <laughs> but I feel like we have gotten so much stronger in keeping kind of the train moving. Um, and it's really not only allowed us to focus on like our own specific roles, but I've really learned the importance of why uh, developing these strong systems and processes really does help you when it comes to your productivity and keeping you focused and making sure everything's working the way that, that it's supposed to be working. And so I felt like that has been like a big success for us this year. I feel like we've reflected a few times where we just sit back and we go, how proud of us are you that we have released episodes every week now for two full years. We have not missed a single week. And I personally feel like that is very impressive. And it shows like consistency is key. You know what I mean? Like being able to actually stick with it. And it's because we have those systems and those processes in place. And I'm just proud of us for that. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. All right, let's talk about some challenges. Let's shift gears a little bit. Bridget, what has been a challenge this year? So I would, uh, there's so many different things. First and foremost, I'm going to say not having you here, which has been sad faces all around because like knowing that you can like drive like to go and see someone is just that, I don't know, it's like the security blanket. Yeah, that I I I am missing. Like the other day, guys, I was um I was talking with Michelle on my drive home, and we have a house like next to me that's like <laughs> upper cell. And I think I had one of those. I'm just missing my friend at the moment. Like I just yeah. needed my friend here next to me. And I was like, well, why don't you come move here? I know that's like a flat out that ain't never gonna happen, chick, because <laughs> we live very different lifestyles. But it's like that moment where it's like, oh, I miss having my friend here because yeah. you are truly like that person that I go to about everything. Yeah. So that's been a challenge. Although I we still get to see each other. Yeah. I mean not as which often, is fantastic. But... Not as often, but we still get to see each other. Yeah. But I would also say like just aside from teaching on the double and just like what this year has just brought, I think this school year has been way more challenging than any school year I've had. And I've had some really bad ones. <laughs> and like I thought teaching during like 2020 was going to be hard. And right now, this school year sucks. Like literally the only good thing about it are my students. Yeah. <laughs> All the other things are super questionable. Like I don't really know <laughs> what is happening at the moment. Yeah. Um. So teaching during that is really hard. And I think 
growing on my, like, you know, Michelle and I have our business together, but we also have our businesses a separate from one another, but growing in that as well and managing that and putting so many different things on my plate, I think has been super challenging. So it's, it's been a lot of a year of growth, but then an also a year of self doubt, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just missing you. <laughs> I think yeah. that self-doubt comes back to like, ah, I need to have my friend here to kind of help encourage and push me on. Yeah. And I think so many people have been struggling both personally, professionally, like all of the different areas um, this year. And it's interesting because I'm obviously I'm not in the classroom right now, although, you know, I was in the classroom last year. So I do have an idea of the struggle of the whole like teaching during COVID, but everything I've heard is like this year is so much worse and so much harder. Mm -hmm. And so I can't relate to that fully. I can try, but obviously I'm not in the thick of it, but in my own way, I think my biggest challenge this year has been transitioning out of the classroom. And here's why I knew when I made the decision to, to transition out of the classroom, I knew that it was what was best for me for a multitude of of different reasons. But one of the biggest ones being I have been balancing teaching full time while also running my business since I started teaching. So for seven years, I was doing both. And that was very, very taxing, very draining. And it caused me a lot of stress. And, you know, the stress affected me not only mentally, but also like physically, like I was starting to have like physical signs of stress on my body. Like it just was not good. And so I knew that this was the right decision for me. But what I've been struggling with is I am constantly asked, when are you going back to the classroom? Are you going Mm -hmm. back to teaching next year? Mm -hmm. When are you going back? Y'all, I'm talking every single day since I announced that I was not teaching this year. I have gotten multiple direct messages, emails, comments, et cetera asking that. And that's been difficult for me to deal with because I'm sitting here knowing this is what is best for me. This is making me happy right now because I want to see what can I do beyond just the classroom? What else can I offer to teachers? How can I be of service? And I'm loving what I'm doing and I'm happy, but it's so hard to constantly hear from people like, well, when are you going back? Because it makes me feel like what I'm doing isn't good enough and I'm, I'm not making people happy. Thankfully, I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm not focused on making other people happy. And it's still something I'm working through, but it's definitely getting easier. But it still is just a struggle when you feel like you're disappointing people. But at the same time, it's like, look, if I went back in the classroom, I'd have to cut back on what I do in terms of my business. And that wouldn't make people happy either because they'd be like, well, where are your new videos and where are your new products and why aren't you doing this? And it's like you can never make people happy. So I'm just focusing on me and what I know makes me happy. And right now, like that is being outside the classroom and being able to serve teachers in other ways. Yeah. Do you I, feel I, better? I do. I you do. just like set that out into the universe. <laughs> well, here's great. the thing. I'm I'm doing Vlogmas this year. So putting up a video on YouTube every day Good from December Lord 1st. bless you. <laughs> yeah, to the 24th. And one of the first videos that I put out was just like a general Q&A. And so I posted on Instagram. I'm like, let me know your questions. And I know, Bridget, like you can kind of relate to this. Mm-hmm. So I think I counted. I had well over 100 people who put in there something along the lines of, are you going back to teaching? When are you going back to the classroom? Are you teaching next year? You know, different versions of that. Not a single person asked me, are you happy 
now that you've left the classroom? Or are you happy doing what you're doing? And I just found that to be very, very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I think, and this is one of the things that I've always kind of told Michelle. I said, she has this personality that's incredibly relatable. And so everyone relates to you. Do you know what I mean? And I think in some ways, people want to see you back in that classroom because they want to, they want that connection to you again, because they just, you are that person that like, you can turn it on. And you're like, yep. Amen. Like, I feel like you are like my other half, like in another part of the world or something to that extent. And it's, and you want that, but then it's like, you're not thinking of that person. You're thinking about yourself because you're thinking yeah. of, well, I want her to be here so that I can like watch her videos and do this and see how she's doing things. But that's not fair to other people because we grow, we change in our seasons of life and we do different things. And um, so we have to just kind of be mindful of that. I think sometimes when we are on social media and we post things to people, we also have to remember things come off, not the way that we originally intended, but because yeah. it's not through, you can't see someone's body language, you can't yeah. hear their tone. It comes off really wrong. And so it's hard. It, it definitely yeah. is from like the per the people on the side of social media version. It's hard because it's like we, we do what we do because we love sharing and we love kind of this community that we've built. And we are also looking for people to connect with. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you're getting criticized. You're getting all of the mm -hmm. things. And it's like, when did we forget to just be nice to people? Like, yeah. And I think so many people don't see the behind the scenes like they don't see the hours and hours and hours that go into putting up one YouTube video. And yeah. when you've been doing that for over five years of putting up a video mm -hmm. every single week, like it gets draining, especially when you're doing that on the side of your full time job. And so it's like I get it. I know people want me to be back so they can. It's that relatability. I, I get it. But it's also like but. Am I supposed to sacrifice my happiness to make that happen? Like, right. I'm, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I, I know. Um, okay, I've been talking a lot. So we're going to switch order. I, I know okay. I was supposed to answer the next one first, but I'm going to ask it to you and have you answer first. Going we're rogue. Just gonna, I love it. Yep. <laughs> so how have we grown this year? So Bridget, how do you feel like, like you have grown this year? Yeah, so I talked about how like, in teaching on the double, like we've, I think we've grown like with our systems and our processes and, and basically like when we say system and processes, let me explain. It's just like, we have like a certain order. We have templates ready. We have everything ready to go so that we do things a lot more quickly. But I want to say like, for me personally, I've really batched more than what I've ever done. Whoop, whoop. Um, I know it's crazy. And now I'm looking in at things on how can I try to batch this to make this more effective for me um, and make things a little bit easier. So I'm looking at batching like two to three months of lesson plans all at once to, you know, batching things that I'm doing at home to batching like grad school, which hopefully, dear Lord, let's hope that Bridget finishes this grad school very soon because it's, I'm dry, I'm going insane here. I'm going insane. <laughs> um, but I've just started batching way more often and seen how it really does help me just overall. 
I have also um, been learning to be more consistent, which <laughs> uh, jokes. Um, I say that and then I didn't post a video today at all on YouTube. <laughs> Did you notice that, Michelle? Um, I didn't. I haven't been on yet. I literally I love on Sundays, I wake up, I get my coffee and I come sit down in front of the computer uh, to record. Like I cannot. Yeah. Uh, I cannot no, you don't do function. I get it. <laughs> I love how I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm learning to be more consistent. And then I don't post a freaking video. <laughs> but it's a process, right? Like It's a process. And I, I it has been wild. Just wild. I can't even. I'm, I need, I'm ready for a break. And yet they took our Monday away from us for after Thanksgiving. And so we only get two days. And I'm really <sighs> bitter about it right now. <laughs> yeah, we've always had just three tired. days. I'm just tired. Okay. But I am learning to be more consistent. And so I am getting things done um, more consistently, especially when it comes to batching. So some really good examples is like, I write the show notes for our podcast. And so I will sit down and guys, I will bust all those show notes out all at one time. And so I have them ready to go. They're posted up ready to go for the month. That way I'm not trying to think, oh my gosh, it's Wednesday. Now I need to go and write a podcast show note and get it posted for tomorrow because that's kind of me like procrastinating and waiting to the last minute. So I've been more consistent with getting like my batches done. I've been consistent in other areas of my life. And yes, we're going to have hiccups. We're going to have moments where we fall in the water and we have to kind of get ourselves back on the paddleboard. Um, but I am learning. Yeah. And then the, finally, um, just really understanding more about myself through the personality test that we did back in March, I think it was. And really knowing just like the things that really hinder my ability to be productive. And it all goes with how I feel, guys. And mm-hmm. so, well, you know, um, <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast, then you know. So I, I've really enjoyed that because it just helped to open my views in that and saying, okay, like I know that I'm going to be feeling this way during this time of the month. So I need to kind of switch some things around so that I'm putting certain tasks at certain points so that I can be productive and also give time for my body to do its thing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Currently experiencing that. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? How have you um, grown? So this kind of coordinates with leaving the classroom. I am in a new season of life. And part of my motivation for entering this season of life is knowing the amount of work I've been doing for the past seven years and how stressed out that made me and how I felt like I was kind of missing out on life, right? Like I was missing out on actually living and not just working all of the time. So I am currently in a growth period where I am trying to do work efficiently because I I still want to get more done in less time, but I'm really prioritizing the work that needs to be done. For the longest time, my goal with being efficient is that if I can get more done in less time, then I can do more and more and more and I can keep Mm -hmm. adding to my plate. Now I'm in the position of, no, no, no. Like I want to keep my work level the same, get it done in less time and use that extra time to live, to do things that I enjoy, like to not just add more to my plate. So I'm really in a season where I'm I'm trying to work less and that is difficult for me to say. And I have struggled with feeling guilty, like feeling like I'm not doing enough, but ultimately knowing it's like, 
it's that whole like when you're on your deathbed you're not going to look back and go like I wish I spent more time at the office like you're going to look back on the things that you missed out on in terms of life and for the longest time I was so focused just on work and now I want to focus on life and becoming the best version of myself and doing those things that I know I would regret if I didn't do. So I think that comes also with maturing, right? Like I think Mm -hmm. when we're young, we can focus a lot more on work. And then as we start to get older and we almost like see that time clock clicking and we're like, oh, like I'm, I'm running out of time and it makes us focus on the things that really matter. So that's where I'm at. Like I'm actually trying to do less and it's making me happy and I'm trying to be okay with that, even knowing that like it may not make everyone else happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Last questions. Hashtag goals. Yeah. What are your goals? I I kind of want to share something that I've never shared with our audience or like even my personal audience, but it is a goal that I have. And I feel like maybe if I threw, you know, the goal. Okay. I I was like, wait, do I know? You know it. (laughs) But I feel like if I throw this out into like our audience. (gasps) Oh, I know what it is. Do you? Yes. Do you want to tell me the goal? Do you want to say it? My yeah. school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I've been toying with this idea of starting my own school and I have really wanted to do it. Like I really want to do it. I have these beliefs and this philosophy of what learning should look like. And the, the constant everything else from in school like it's just too much like it's too much and it's just it frustrates me and so I would love 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 to kind of start my own and see where that would take me and I think maybe that's something that I'm going to start working with it might not happen next year but it may be something that I try to work and like grow into um, over the next several years hopefully I don't know. Feels weird saying it to everyone, but I'm I'm I don't I'm nervous saying it cuz you know, everybody has their own ideas behind it, but I I would love it. I would yeah. love 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 it. I'm happy that you put it out there and manifested it because it is something, you know, Bridget and I have talked about this for a while now. Like going mm-hmm. back to like last summer, I think it was when the pandemic yeah. hit is yeah. when you first brought it up. And it's something that I think you would be so good at. And well, I, I am think, a multi-age teacher, so yes, you are. <laughs> I'm already doing it in a sense. <laughs> yes. And I think it's something that would make you really happy. I and think so, so too. I want to see that for you. I know it's something that's scary, but it's ultimately like the things that bring us the most joy in life are typically those moments when we step outside of our comfort zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like if you, when you do it, it will be something that you look back on and you're like, yeah, it was scary, but I'm so happy that I did it. Yeah. You know? And so, um, y'all let's make it happen this year. <laughs> like we're, I'm going to come back to this like once a month, we should check in with Bridget. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's so scary. But I mean, other than that, I think the next big goal, just like for you and I, and just teaching on the double in general is I want to take it on the road, baby. Let's like, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I want to do more in-person events. I, I miss getting to like interact with people in yeah. person. And it's just more exciting than doing it virtually 
obviously we had to reschedule our first live event, which was supposed to take place at the end of March in 2020. And I think we didn't even really reschedule it because we didn't know where things were going to go. So it's still like on the table. I feel like we can maybe finally like get it ready, like to kind of reschedule. I feel like we're finally at that uh, point. So we will need to do that. But Bridge, I have a funny story for you. What? When I travel, like especially when I'm on a long flight, one of my favorite things to do is go through my phone and like clean out my pictures because I am that person that has like thousands and thousands. Yeah. And it just needs a cleanse every now and then. So when I was flying home from Greece, I was going through my pictures and I found a picture of, you remember those big signs that we got for the live event? Yeah, they're in my closet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, you know what's funny? My my last name on it. It says (gasps) Michelle Perret. Mother, no. <laughs> so we bought these signs for the live event and we haven't even used them. And now my last name is wrong on it. Listen, However, we're going to put a sticker on it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we're just going to like cover it up with some paper. It's going to be fine. <laughs> but I thought that that was funny. Um, I would love to do more like teacher PD events. Are you okay over there, Bridget? That was a long laugh. <laughs> She's like gasping for air. Um, Otherwise, I want us just to continue to stay consistent because I'm really proud of what we've done so far. Mm. Obviously, I want to continue with our digital planners, maybe release some other new ones next year. But (laughs) oh, what was that? Oh, that was me saying all excited. Like, uh, 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 oh, okay. I thought thought that was like hint, hint, nudge, nudge for something specific. And I was like, we haven't talked details. Oh, Um, I was just assuming we would. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then in terms of like my personal goals for the next year, Okay, I'm going to like make it in one statement. My goal is to continue following my heart and doing what I think is best for me and my family and my relationships and my happiness and not focus on what I feel like I should be doing based on what other people are saying. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. It there. I love it. Well, we, I know, it's two wow. years <laughs> looking back. I mean, at this, this crazy mess of a year that it, I feel like that it's been, but it's yeah. been a great journey being able to do it with you. So we hope that you guys really enjoyed listening in and reflecting just on celebrating two years of top teaching and looking back at this year of 2021. Um, we are just so very thankful for each and every one of you for making this truly possible because that without you, you know, we would truly be nothing. So we are so (laughs) thankful and grateful for all of you. Um, But what we would love to do is hear from you. And we want to know what's your time-sucking hurdle right now. This, I I love time-sucking hurdles because I think they really kind of help guide us in hearing from you and and seeing what are you struggling with so that we can help make sure that we're putting out content that's really going to help you in the long run. So head over to our website, teachingonthedouble.com and submit your TSH or your time-sucking hurdle there. We would also love for you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified whenever we drop a new episode. It's totally free. You All you got to do is click a button and then make sure to leave a review over on iTunes. We love hearing from you and it really does help to support our podcast and get it into the ears of so many other teachers. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.